Hello, hello. What's up? Welcome. Oh, good day. Hey. Oh, that's it? That's all we get? I was trying to mix it up. You never know. Come on, man. I watch a lot of these. Hey, I know hey. you bring the hype in the beginning. Hey, hey. What happened? Oh, <laughs> DJ Stewart, everyone. What up, DJ? You, you're What's doing the up? intro now. Oh, hi. I'm DJ. That's Tony Hawk, if you didn't know. That's Jason Ellis, if you didn't know. But I'm obviously why you're here. Bullshit. Go, what you, why would you hand that, that to me? That was pretty good, actually. Yeah. I want you to do that going forward. Every, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I can clear if my you can, After you this, just record a bunch of those, and 100%. then we'll just splice them in. Put that on the docket for us to do on the way home. I'll you wear a suit, a bunch of these. possibly? I, the only <laughs> suit I have is red. It's obnoxious. You have a red suit? Yeah, dude. I own a pro wrestling company. I, like, I have to. That's sick. You own a pro wrestling company? Oh, yeah. You, have you seen my wrestling? Journey Pro. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, man. I'll suplex the shit out of a motherfucker. I, I will 100% that Jason would suplex the shit out of a motherfucker. Like, can you, you never wrestled before, Tony? <laughs> I would love to see Tony. I, I just got off a plane, man. Give me a break. I don't know. I was going to say, you're, you're just right, like, you're talking about how you might be on the very last legs of your shoulder holding together as is without yeah. any sort of surgery. Yeah. And then you're straight into, well, I'd, yeah, let's go check out your pro wrestling circuit. It's just uh, funny. Like I'm here in this conversation when we're in the parking lot. I, like, talk closer. Oh, my bad. I was in this, in the parking lot. I was like, oh, my back kind of hurts. And then I come into hearing like in the background, he's like, yeah, the shoulder's just inevitably about to give out. And I'm just like, oh, okay. I should shut the fuck up. Like, eh. <laughs> Everybody has their thing. Well, you've had your share of hardships. I was going to say. Yeah, a couple. <laughs> yeah, which is what connected us originally. Um, I mean, I, I don't want to speak for you, but uh, you went through probably life's biggest challenge. Yeah, I've, I've been dealt some crazy cards. I have a couple crazy brain surgeries and whatnot, but <laughs> I'm still here. So you you got, a, I don't know, is it a, a form of brain cancer? Yeah. And- Cancer of your knee, different, different cancers at the same time. Is that right? Yeah. So me? they, let's see. Like if I were to take it back, kind of like from the Please. beginning. Go All ahead. right, cool. That's why we're here. All right, sick. Um, so I'm a skateboarder by trade, by heart, whatever. The last like 20 years, and with that, you know, you just beat the shit out of yourself. I've broken a bunch of bones and all this, and a couple years ago, I was having like this weird twinge in my right knee and it was two years after I broke my left leg in seven places and I knew that I had like compensated a bunch on this one to kind of mm. make up for it like starting skating faster than I should have I'm like my switch pop got way better <laughs> um and so when I started having like little tweaks in it I wasn't really worried I was like oh it's some kind of bullshit from that until my wife finally was like hey you haven't been to a doctor since you broke your leg why don't you just go get like a regular checkup? And so I go in and this doctor feels around my knee and he's like, oh yeah, it's like a, he either thought it was a, like a polyp or a calcium deposit, mm. which are all things that like make sense. Like he could feel that on the, on the outside without yeah, doing any sort of, I, so there's a lump. I noticed the little lump. Okay. But again, I was still thinking, you know, I did the WebMD, like Dr. Skateboarder thing where it's like, ah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah, that's usually how that all works out. <laughs> yeah. And so he thought the same thing. And he was like, all right, so we got a couple options here, man. Um, I could just cut it out. I could send you to a surgeon. They'll cut it out. It's going to cost you more. Or I'm not worried about it. You could leave it in. And I was like, 
yeah, you, you seem confident. Like, let's, let's knock this thing out. And so we schedule, you know, a little procedure that for like two days later to where he's like, yeah, come in. It'll be 10 minutes. You'll be out. And it literally was. He comes in. I get a cut this big. He pulls this thing out. It kind of looked like, you ever suck on a Jolly Rancher for a while and it turns white? Yeah. Or uh, not a Jolly Rancher. A, what the, breaker. No, the little circle ones. Gobstoppers. It's like a white bowl. Yeah. yeah. And he drops it in a little tin and I can hear it go like, I was like, oh, that's weird. Shows it to me. I saw the picture of it. Still, he's not worried. And he's like, all right, I'm going to send it off to pathology. Come back in a few days. I'll take those stitches uh, out and you'll be good. So sure enough, come back, take the day off work, ready to go skate with the boys. Like, hey, I'm going to get these stitches out of the knee. Like, let's go skate after this and roll around. I want to see how I feel. And he brings me in. And he's like, hey, man, you Sit down for a second. Oh, damn. <laughs> and proceeded to tell me that, like, it was the really early stages, thankfully, of what's called a lyomyosarcoma. It's a type of tumor that happens in bone, soft tissue, or muscle. And mine was a little bit of, like, the muscle of the knee and the soft tissue right outside the bone. So we scheduled surgery surgery for, like, another week after that, I think. And thankfully, like, the best surgeon for that type of cancer happens to be in Kansas City, like, right down the street from our house. So we went in, and we knocked that out. I've got an epic scar on my knee from it. Um, but, you know, felt great. Went through a bunch of PT for it. Definitely has some, like, nervy stuff. But no chemo for that? No chemo for that, because they caught it early. It was, like... Stages, you know, there's grades and stages depending on what type of cancer or whatever. But this was 1A. Okay. So it was like the earliest thing ever to where the doctors all felt great. I'm like, oh, yeah, this suck it. Like, that's no problem. I'm going straight to back to skating, back to doing whatever. No worries. This is like at the, right at the start of actually the pro wrestling company, too. <laughs> In the middle of all of this, I'm like, I'm going to start paying people to fight half naked but fake. And it'll be fun. So my wife's like, oh, okay, we've got a lot going on now. <laughs> but get that chopped out, go back to regular life. And then a couple months after that, I started having these weird, I would call them deja vu attacks, where I would like feel like, like a situation like this. I've obviously never met either of you guys, or I'd probably remember pretty well. But I would come in and be like, oh, I'd have that weird deja vu feeling where I'm like, oh, I've been here. And it would just make me feel real uneasy. I'm not going to lie. A lot of the time it would make me have to like go and take a dump. Like it would like manifest into my stomach wow. where I was like, I gotta, I gotta go. And I would go and handle my business. Is it because you were sensing panic or it, it just, that's just how it was. That's, it kind of felt like a panic thing. Yeah. Like I, that's one of the things that was going through my head. Like, is this a, a PTSD thing from, the, the diagnosis, you know, super early, like in the light of, you know, everything in life is epic and, oh, you got a cancer diagnosis. That's, that's gnarly. Maybe I'm having stress from that, that I don't realize it. Like I feel fine, but maybe I don't actually feel fine. <laughs> and I, again, kind of doctor skateboarded it. Like I was like, yeah, it's, it, it, it'll pass. I'll take different vitamins until I find something that works. And I started taking things like, um, L-theanine and I, I felt like that helped a little bit and I I cut down on caffeine a little bit and I thought maybe that was helping and then one day um actually it was signing health insurance paperwork ironically 
at a brand new job and I had a seizure. Like fully went down. I was in like a elevated desk, like a standing desk, taller chair. And I woke up in the ambulance briefly and then in the actual hospital surrounded by my wife. And at that point, a few members of family had shown up and I had fallen. And so like I'd landed on my shoulder area and I was like, ah, like this hurts, something hurts. And they're like, okay, okay, we're, we're good. We're going to, we're going to take you back and we're going to get these scans. And they do CT, MRI, everything they can. And then they found like a golf ball right in the right temporal lobe of my brain. How long had that been there? That's the weird thing is that they don't really like, was no. it a new when, but you know, you just said something about your knee was a new cancer that just showed up yeah. and you lucky you detected it. Exactly. Did you detect the one in the brain earlier? Had it been there for a bit? Grade four. So Straight I, away. Yeah. What I have is called a glioblastoma, which is the most aggressive brain tumor that there is. And mine is grade four. Like other cancers go in stages, but for some reason, brain tumors, they grade them. And so mine was grade four. Four is the highest. Four being the highest. Oh. And the weird thing where they can't tell, though, like it, they didn't know it was six months or 10 years because yeah. it could, they can either grow like that or slowly or whatever. Like the thing has a mind of its own. So what did they find out? Is it growing fast or? Uh, they, there's no way to really find out because they were like, all right, well, we, we got to have surgery like tomorrow. You just got to get it out. Yeah, exactly. And this is all. Does that mean they cut a hole in your skull? Oh yeah. I've had, I've had. Two craniotomies, and this is all like a craniotomy. Yeah, so it's thirty-five gangster. staples all through here. I've got rad photos, but now I've got the mullet. But it, I've got like a full question mark scar that goes yeah. all around. Like so, that. what do they do? They cut your whole skull open and open it. Yeah. So that means they have to take like a whole big old piece of your yeah. head off. Yeah, like a big kind of this shape. When they take it out once, then the next time when they cut your skull open, do they, they use, use the same the, spot? I don't. I have one scar. Oh wow! Yeah, they just reopen it exactly. Oh wow! Like, yeah, the, the so, they had, so they opened it to get something out, and they got it out, but then they had to open it again because there was more they didn't see, or it was well, growing again. Yeah. So they they take it out, and this is all again at just like a crazy time in my life in general. I had. Everything Just, all at once. So oh. what what was the time frame between the knee? Yeah. So that. the knee happens in is it September. Yeah, the knee happens in September of 18. And then that kind of like hyped me up to do a bunch of shit to where I proposed to her on like the 50-yard line at our local football stadium, Go Chiefs. Um, I... We bought a house, all this, like February proposed, March buy a house, April, uh, or shit, something around that. <laughs> but in the course of three months, propose, buy a house, and then have my seizure while I'm in the hospital recovering from my first craniotomy. We were about to get married in the hospital because we were like, maybe I might die. And so her mom like brought a bag full of rings and we were like contacting the what a chaplain or whatever because mm. we were like all right let's let's just knock it out and i wasn't really down for that right away so i was like well if we have to let's do it after the surgery and then while i'm recovering from surgery and cutting shitty jokes in the hospital we find a contest online like or the radio 
to win a dream wedding. And I'm, I'm talking full on like, win your dream wedding from 99. Like the whole deal. Is it, is that, is it a, is it a lottery or is it actually they're, they're going to assess your story? Yeah. It was like a, why it was Got a it. submit a video. Why? I was going to say, cause if your story was submitted, then you should go right to the top. But if it's a lottery thing, wow. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I guess that everybody prior to mine was like a bunch of just chicks being like, well, cause I want it, of course. And I filmed mine with, you know, <laughs> gnarly 35 staples in my wow. head and I've, it's all swollen up and stuff. And I just kind of told the story like briefly into my phone. It was the first time I'd ever like filmed that way. And the next day I get a call like early in the morning, like way earlier than you want to wake up when you've just had brain surgery. <laughs> But what is what is the right time to wake up after brain surgery? Whenever you you know like, uh, two in the afternoon. If we're splitting hairs here. Got yeah. it. All right. Oh, they split a lot of hairs. <laughs> At that point, I had this I gnarly mullet for that too. One. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was sick. Um, but so they call and they're like, "Hey, you won. We're gonna call you back in ten minutes, and you've got to be on the radio." And I was like, "I won." What? Like, and did they know that you had just had surgery? Yeah. But it was wow. all, like, this was the morning show. Yeah. Oh, it, was, oh it was like, your morning ride, wow. you, get, you get to hear about us. And I mean- Those guys are super awake too. Oh, they, <laughs> they are like, yeah. I, like love, I love Poncha and Nikki. Those are the, the radio hosts that like set all this up. But you're not lying. Where it was like, you're going to be awake yeah. now. It's kind of their job. It, 100%. Like, yeah. oh, you wake up at 4 a.m. and just start, like, is it meth or coffee or what? Like, how are it's you? A, it's a lie is what it is. <laughs> it's a lie. You wake up tired as fuck and you go, yeah. They're all, they're all bubbly like, hey, what's up, DJ? You just want a wedding. How's the brain cancer? That's, yeah. All right. That's how they are. <laughs> Fucking cold. <laughs> it was. But so I, like, wake her up and I'm like, hey, uh, they're about to call. We fucking won the wedding. We won yeah. the wedding. And so they call and not only they're like, yeah, the one, you won the wedding. But also, it's in nine days. Is you that, have nine days to, to get married. So they have everything Wait, planned. Wait, one verification. Aaron, was it the dream wedding? It was amazing. It was, amazing. Okay. It was sick, yeah. Like, it, wasn't, it wasn't just a facade that no. they created. Hey, everybody. Jason Ellis here with Tony Hawk. Hawk versus Wolf podcast sponsored by Manscaped. Both of us use these devices. And now that they've got the new uh, 4.0 trimmer, it really is a glorious shaving utensil. Uh, the LED light is actually very handy sometimes because for me, I'm a fair-headed guy and the hairs, sometimes I shave my legs and then I go out in the sun and I see that there's like hairs that I missed because they're freaking see-through and I didn't see that. And then I'm like, God, and I'm trying to deal with like, I know maybe nobody else can see it, but I can see it. I know it's there and I can't get it off. I got to get back to the man group and to get this shit off me. So instead of having to worry about that, this LED light, when you run it across your face or your arms or whatever, like I do it in the mirror where I'm trimming my face and it'll show light up hairs I didn't even see, mate. Like, how do you even do that, Manscaped? How'd you do that? And that's why I have an advanced facial grooming game that I'm going to work on right after I do this ad. Uh, get 20% off, everybody. Free shipping uh, with the code HAWKWOLF, like the podcast at manscaped.com, 20% off free shipping with the code HAWKWOLF at manscaped.com. It's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life. Oh, mate, Jason Ellis, Hawk versus Wolf, talking about element. 
I'm a guy that sweats a lot. I'm a guy that works out a lot. I'm an older guy. And I get tired easier than I used to. I don't get completely tired, but sometimes I get tired than I used to. Let's say that. And staying up uh, on my game, on my on my fitness, you got to stay hydrated, son. It's one of the most important things. And sometimes there's not enough time in the day for the amount of water that I drink. to. It, it doesn't work. I need real electrolytes, stuff that really works. And Element's got it. Element's got uh, the the electro, uh, electrolyte ratio of 1,000 milligrams of sodium. 200 milligrams of potassium and 60 milligrams of magnesium with no junk, no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten. This is the real deal. All it does is help you get stuff done. Formulated to help everybody. Electrolytes need uh, is perfectly suited for folks knowing if you're in a keto, low carb, or a paleo. This works for you as well. Uh, a deficiency in this stuff can get headaches, weakness. You can feel useless. So you got to stay hydrated. They're tasty and they really work. I highly recommend these these drinks. Little powder thing in the water. Woo! Let's go. We've got a deal here. Listen up, everybody. Get eight packs, eight serving packs, completely free. Element is offering this. Just cover the cost of shipping. That's five dollars. U.S. customers five dollars. Uh, you get you drink at at sorry, drinkelement.com/hawkwolf. This deal is not available on the regular website, so you must go to, please, uh, Hawkwolf listeners, D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash Hawkwolf. Try it totally free, everybody. If you don't like it, you can give it to your friend and then they'll give you your money back. So you cannot lose. Thanks, Element. It was really rad. Oddly enough, like the weird circumstance, the one thing we had actually planned about our wedding at this point was we thought we had a venue. We we're like, yeah, I like that place. It's in the in the West Bottoms in Kansas City, where like a lot of the the rare enough video is filmed. We we're like, yeah, let's get married at that place. And sure enough, one of the or the venue that was free was the place that we were gonna go. Hmm. So that just kind of like worked out. It was this rad outdoor wedding underneath a bridge. We were supposed to have like a hundred people max, but at this point, I've been on the news now too because of all this craziness and I'm a skateboarder so we don't follow the rules as well so instead of like 100 people there are now 300 people at our wedding because it's was outdoors, it random so too like or is it it's people a you good know. mixture of both like the whole skate scene in Kansas City and then like the pro wrestling scene and then yeah <laughs> like a sick. ton oh dude that sounds like an event you would have it's yeah, a right? motley crew come out I've got a huge build. I just got my own building I've got 10,000 square foot with your name on it. <laughs> okay. Sprinkle it like that crowd, sprinkle in with some UFC fighters and then that's a Jason. Are you going to get married again for me? <laughs> Deal. Let's okay. do it. Ellis Mania, I'm down. I'll get married in the middle of the ring. I've they did make people me fake propose, Mania, I just realized. You did? Yeah, I had to do the, you know, when you... You're the justice of the peace. You have to do the, you fill out the things yep. so you're legally yeah. allowed to marry people. I actually just had to do that. I'm I did that a couple friends. times. Hell yeah. She just did that for a friend of ours in Mexico. It was rad. I think I married somebody in the oh, boxing ring. power in this, in this room. Lots right of... <laughs> do you want to get married? Right I'm now. I'm good. I'm, I'm done doing that. All right. Thank you. That's but, fair. <laughs> but so, yeah, we, you know, all of this craziness has happened. Where was I? Like, at this point, brain surgery, blah, blah, blah. Um, Your dream wedding. Yeah, we go through the whole wedding, and then it gets even more ridiculous. Like a month after that, somebody in St. Louis hears about our story from a charity, and we went on honeymoon. 
They're what? Like, hey, you got three months. You wow. can go. You can go anywhere in the states for five days. Shit. So we go to we go to Hawaii and go off. It was insane because and it, again, it, all this is like how. So, but you, in the middle of that, you're still in full recovery, right? I oh mean, yeah, it's I'm not- doing at at this point. I'm on chemo at that point five days a week, eleven months to live, Fuck. eighteen on the the high 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 end. And so we're like, well, we're not going to turn down the opportunity to go to Hawaii on somebody Understood. else's dime and like just live it up. So we do that. And thankfully, like I said, my body was kind of reacting well. Like I filmed a dorky little skate edit in Hawaii. You and, skate? Oh, yeah. The whole the whole time still skating. Well, I was nervous at first because they were telling me, you know, you, you can't take any kind of head impact. So yeah. I was full on just street skater, never wore a helmet in my Did life. Did it change your balance? It definitely… I don't know if it's changed my balance, but sometimes I feel like I have, like, I've borrowed somebody else's feet <laughs> to where, like, I still understand everything that I used to be able to do. And I still, like I said, skate every day, but I'm not what I used to be. It's definitely mm-hmm. taken certain little adjustments. I've flicks different. Like, I have to think more about things. I have to, like, think more about when to pop. I don't know. Just little Minute it's, a, it's a different approach that you had to adjust to. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, I mean, I can still fucking kick foot like any day. I'm just like, all right, well, that rules. He said on the way here, he was at the airport with a skateboard, and this dude's like, do a kickflip, and he did it. I hope yeah. that dude watches this <laughs> and can attest, like, comment or whatever. I did it with my fucking backpack on, dude. That's a high-pressure kickflip. Like, yeah, I ain't doing that. Because yeah. he full-on does the, <laughs> like, the Chase Gabor thing. He's like, do a kickflip. I'm like, some kid tells me to do a kickflip at the airport, I go, fuck off. <laughs> you do it. <laughs> well, that, that became part of approach. my gimmick, Oh, though. you could just be, what, hey, bald guy, why don't you just... Tackle the ground for me, because that's all you're asking. Yeah. Take a bump right here. <laughs> I'm not, not going to make it. <laughs> but that became kind of like part of my gimmick where I was like, okay, if I can't skate how I used to, now I'm like, I go to my doctor's office and I film kickflips in their office and I'll like nose stall in the chair and shit <laughs> like that because it's still skating. And to me, I'm like, I just wanted to show people that, you know, f- fuck that. Like, yeah. I'm still going to skate. I'm still going to do all this. I'm still going to. I didn't, at that point, I was going to wrestle. That one I gave up, so I just started running the company because head impact again. Yeah, it's fake, but you still hit people. Oh, yeah. And, and the, the, like, the whiplash is one of the biggest parts yeah. of it, which chicken neck. you guys are vert skaters. It is That's ridiculous. Gnar. That's their thing. It's not a chicken necks all day. No, you do it on purpose. Ugh. When you fall, you throw yourself backwards no. and you slap your hands yep. on the map, but it's still a huh oh, yeah. every time. Yeah, that first that first bump, you're like, oh, that's. Huh. I went to wrestling school because when I realized I was going to do a, a wrestling event at Alice Mania, I was like, yeah. let me get a lesson from a pro and figure out how they actually do this shit. I just opened one, and in it was it was very tedious. He was trying to let us make us do burpees for about half an hour, and I was like, can we do some wrestling? Because I'm I'm not here to like turn pro. I'm, just show me how to do a fucking suplex already. That's I didn't say <laughs> that, but that's really all I yeah. was like. How do you do that? And then I'm leaving, but. He made us do the oh, yeah. fall, and it was me and Kevin, my co-host, Kevin Kraft, who's not yep. the most athletical person that ever <laughs> yeah. lived. And within 10 minutes of – because he was like bounce off the rope and then jump back and land on your back. So jump back, land on my back. And he's like, yeah, I like that. And then Kevin did it and was landing on his butt first and then flicking oh. his head. And he's like, no, not like that, like this. So then now he, him and this dude – 
are throwing themselves on the ground while I'm standing there. And I'm like, oh, he's going to be fucking sore for that. And then I, like, he was wrecked for like a month oh. from this one. Oh, for sure. So yeah. you were actually doing that stuff. Yeah, because skateboarding will give you a false sense of I can fucking do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, or I'm take like, a hit. I, exactly. Take a hit. Like, yeah. I'm, I beat the shit. I fall on concrete all day long. Like, there's no way. And then I remember like the first day after where I went the same thing. Okay, there's a local wrestling school. I'm going to go do like the tryout thing where run the ropes, do the flip bump, do the back bump, burpees and shit like that for an act. Like, they want you to throw up. Yeah. That's part of it because I now run one of those schools. It's like a, hey, man, don't make me waste my time. Like, if you can't get through this, I want you to not get through it because then you won't come back. What, so that, and, and that's the, like that's the measure out process. If, if someone throws up, then you're out. No, not really. But that was just like, I remember being like, I'm, I'm going to hurl. Uh, <laughs> held it down the whole way. But that next day, I'm just like, I've been hit by a truck. Like, I, I don't even know how to move my body. You become that guy where you're. Hey, how what, what? So, what, okay, your, your honeymoon. Were oh, you doing yeah. chemo at your honeymoon? Yeah, but so I was on, thankfully, I had all kinds of gnarly treatments, but my chemo is actually oral. So oh, where, okay. Yeah. So you just had to take a pill. Yeah, I had to take oh. a pill, and as long as I, like, timed it right. I feel like Tony and I both thought that, like, intervening. Yeah, that you like, had to go straight to a hospital. chamber thing. Yeah. And they, no. Okay. Thankfully, that, I had to do a bunch of crazy shit, but the chemo one was not as gnarly. I... I had to time my little cocktail right to where only a few times did I not. And that's, I mean, the worst night of your life kind of thing where you just lose everything in your body for hours. The if first, you don't do it at the right time. Yeah. Well, with like in coupleation with the anti-nausea, the anti-seizure pills, oh. like these different little cocktails. You can't drink, right? I mean, I can. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. I, Tony gave me a whiskey last night that I will, <laughs> I had no business trying. <laughs> Absolutely. No, please. It was awesome. We pulled out to... the top shelf stuff. But it was, but I was like, but wait. But he huh? means like you can't drink during your chemo I, treatment. I would. I mean, not to a Do they recommend it? I feel like that's the question I'm asking. That's, so that's kind of one of the funny things about a brain. Like it's kind of messed up because they were, they didn't think I was going to be alive. I feel like. So they were like, do whatever the fuck you want, man. Like you, you're right. probably screwed. So, so how do, does this turn do around anything. To, to you not dying in yeah. eleven months? So we, you know, I I just keep kind of living, and I feel great. And my one year cancerversary, my wife goes apeshit crazy and throws this massive party at our house, where like a hundred of my friends are there. Family comes in. She gets me a new motorcycle because one thing that I'd kind of resigned to, where I was like. I'm worried I'm gonna have another seizure and I'll be on my bike. Cause I'm a motorcycle guy. And she was like, no, nah, fuck that. You're a, a motorcycle guy. So all of a sudden I pull up to the house and all my friends are there. And then I hear a bike fire up and my dad pulls <laughs> good, it out. And I'm like, am I getting punked? Like what in the hell is happening? I ride this huge high for the day. We have an epic party. The next day I have an MRI and they're like, it's back in this same, it's, Completely bad. You got the MRI, are the MRI results the same day? Uh, day after. Oh, so I go in for the, set, the scan on like the Thursday and then Friday I get the results. And I think I had surgery the following Monday yeah. for my second craniotomy with the second surgery. Right same after surgeon. Your, your one year anniversary yeah. party. Yeah, to like went highest high. And this is now right at the start of COVID too where like we shouldn't have had that party. But yeah. we did because 
fuck it. Um, so you have the second surgery, and then do they go, good news? We got it? There's n- that's the, the real bitch about brain tumors, especially what I have. The glioblastoma is, there's not really a, you got it. Like, I have it right now. It's just it one of those things. All the, all the avenues. And yeah, the, it works. Like, I, was, I was kind of explaining it to Tony a little bit yesterday, but a regular tumor, like the one in my knee, can be kind of ripped out with like an ice cream, ice cream scoop. Yeah. As long as you get it nice and clean, you're probably cruising, and that's yeah. where it seems like I'm like three and a half years out on the knee. Yeah. Um, the, the brain tumor works like a weed to where it like attacks every little like pathway. Oh, so they, you can't get it all out. Yeah. So that's why I've done these really crazy other procedures that are meant to like different things from where I did a gamma knife procedure, which is this insane radiation thing where they like lock me into one of those. You ever see somebody like break their neck and they've got one of those halo things. Yeah. They basically li- literally screwed one into my head with these big gnarly fucking screws. And then they put you into like a cradle MRI machine is what it looks like. But it's actually crazy defined radiation um, called the Gamma Knife. If you Google glioblastoma, you'll see like a TED Talk from this guy, Dr. Duma. And he's the one that did mine. Don't Google that, especially if you have it. That's like one of the reasons that I feel like I'm kicking ass is I've never Googled it. <laughs> um, Why? Because it seems so doomsday if you do Yeah, exactly. It just seems like you're signing up for a shitty day. And I don't see the point. <clears throat> so, just by never... the way, there's a whole doc on his journey, uh, rare enough, and and shows him through all these stages. But also, I know you're probably going to get to it. But this this thing you were wearing, oh yeah, he has this headpiece. Yeah, the Optu machine. Yeah, a headpiece machine that he's wearing all the time. <laughs> a machine on your head. Uh. So it's like essentially attached to my head. So after I do, or even while I'm doing, like even in our honeymoon, I'm wearing this device. So one of the earliest treatment options, like I sign up, yeah, I'm down for radiation. Yeah, I'm down for chemo. Yeah, give me anything. Because that was my attitude. It was like, I'll fucking try whatever. One option is a device called the Optune, where they take, I wear a backpack all the time. And it's got a device in it, like yay big, by yay big, nine, 10 pounds or so. And out of it come four cords that have like a pad attached to each one. One sticks to your head here, one here, one here, and one here. And it sent an electronic, like electric waves through my brain 24 7, 365. Well, not 365. So I would wear this thing for three or four days straight, take it off, reshave my head. If we could manage to do something cool for like an hour or two that like I didn't have it, you know, if I like wanted to maybe try to film a hard trick or we're going to go swimming or whatever. I'll film uh, a hard trick because you're, you're doing easy tricks with the backpack on. I got used to trying. Yeah. Like I got used to, <laughs> to regular skating is, just with that this. is a hardcore commitment to skating right there. <laughs> well, it was just like, all right, man, like I can't have that backpack on if I'm jumping down this or skate. Sure. Like, yeah, like that's not going to work. I'm tired of it fucking smacking me in the back of the head like that. But then, again, I'm wearing a helmet at this time, too. So I'm, one of the biggest adjustments is, okay, now I'm wearing a helmet for the first time and a backpack, and I've got somebody else's feet. Skating's kind of weird, but I've got to. Um, and eventually, I made it work out better. But, yeah, I would wear it for four days straight, blah, blah, blah. 
take it off, do something cool. And then my wife got pro at putting it on because it was mapped to my brain to where like this one had to be, you know, this far back and this one had to be here. And it rotated two different patterns where we had like papers that showed how it was supposed to be. It reminds me of my fake wig that I had for a while when I was rich. Somebody else. My wife used to help me put it on. It's very difficult. And if, if it was if, if she couldn't do it, then it would just every now and then I'd be like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not wearing it. That's so I, I get you. That's yep. what I'm trying to say. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly the same. Introducing Nibia by Moam Quattro, the shower head that is changing the face of the game. I, Jason Ellis, live a luxurious life. I have a shower. And I have more than one chair in my house because yeah, I'm a huge celebrity and I know Tony Hogg. And uh, I have a great house that has a great shower. And then uh, my wife, because I'm useless, installed the Nebia shower head. And it's better than my rich guy shower head. The water comes out. It, you can change it, but it comes out in a way where when it bounces off my back, I feel richer, and every little bead that bounces off with the right power just seems just got it together. It comes out in a very fashionable way. I would like to bring it to parties, but I can't bring my shower. But it just—I feel like I could, if I had a light, a torch, and I could do like I could do like water shows for people in backyards and stuff. It's classy. It's better than all the other shower heads, and. You save money when you buy it. It's It saves water. I don't know how they do that. But it saves 40 to 50% off water. That's crazy. That's like better than karate. It's crazy. Um, and I've got a promo code if anybody's thinking about it. Maybe you didn't think about it. Maybe you're like, man, my shower head's great. Not now. Check it. Go to their website. Look at it. Bet you this is better than yours. And why not? Every day you have a shower, why not make it a sensational shower? Uh, Nibia by Moam Quattro starts at $119 exclusively on Nibia.com. And Nibia gave myself and the uh, the Burbank a special discount just for our community. Go to Nibia.com slash wolf. Use the code wolf at checkout and get 10% off all Nibia products. Nibia rarely does deals like this. So this is a great deal to jump on. Again, go to Nibia.com slash wolf. That's N-E-B-I-A dot com slash wolf uh, to check out what they have to offer and save 10% with the code wolf. Oh, that's one of the best parts, though, is so people would see me wearing it, and it kind of looked like I was wearing, um, like, a really tight lunch lady hat, like a, or, like, a loose swimmer's hat, like, in between those, to where multiple people thought, if you guys remember Sky Mall? Oh, yeah. You remember, like, there was always the, the reoccurring one. ad for the, re- the hair growth hat? I bought one just because we had a Sky Mall-themed Christmas at our, at yes. our, in our house one time, and we all had to buy the most ridiculous Sky Mall thing for each other Sick. i bought that so many people would stop me and be like is that the hair growth because oh, i was also bald too you know did that, like, but did that bug you no because i would like i've always kind of made fun of it it's yeah. kind of sick like i 
the earliest shit I did was like, oh, I made a video comparing me to Chris Farley and the Lunch Lady Land thing because I thought it looked <laughs> like a lunch. Like, yeah. And they told I had to wear masks before it was cool because chemo and shit. And I was like making oh. Mortal Kombat jokes. And then I was like, oh, fuck, it's a pandemic. This isn't funny anymore. Like now I have to wear this. Ironically. Yeah, exactly. I just was yeah. like I said, I was doing it before it was cool. Or you're a trailblazer. There we go. The masks. Yeah. Um, but I Sorry, got I got to give Lance the address to hear. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if, you, go ahead, if you ever apologize for texting Lance I don't Mountain like, in front I of me again, like, I'm going to be personally offended. I don't like looking at my phone. We're doing <laughs> I'm offended for sure. <laughs> Jason's pissed. We're done. <laughs> uh, actually, this might make the show. Sick. <laughs> Last time I had an emergency with Katie. Oh, yeah. Pause the show. <laughs> Remember that one? Did her e-bike? It's all right. No. Run out of battery? Or something at school. <laughs> so what are they... We got this device on. Are you, are you in the clear? Like, a, Or is it just like every now and then they call and they go, hey, it's back up, and then you get another brain surgery or... They never really know. So I, I wore the device for two and a half years. I was on chemo. It moved up to seven days a week that I was on chemo. Um, and then insurance stopped covering the device because I'm in this weird pattern of like, hey, you're doing too good, so we're going to stop paying for shit. That's um, cool. But so, I mean, I was... So did ready you still wear it point. once they didn't cover it anymore? No, uh, because at that point, I'm still kicking ass in spite of it so the answer to that is like again what i have is they say terminal there's never any getting rid of it i get constant mris i'm still on a few different kinds of anti-seizures and and shit like that but i'm off chemo i'm off that device like september when we premiered the video i was very similar to your haircut uh and now i've got the the full mullet which feels weird but i'm just growing it out in spite because doctors well, appropriate kinda, for someone that owns a wrestling group and yeah. has hair and has yeah. hair and <laughs> I have too. hair again. <laughs> That's one of the things they were like, you probably won't kiss my ass. You do a kickflip. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, uh, how rate like do you, you take the pills, but you don't go get MRIs all the time. You kind of live in your life right now or how's that? Both. Go? I definitely, I still have MRIs. Like I had one last month. I have them every month and a half basically now. And then if I'm still like on lists for any kind of different shit that might be out there because I want to change like what people think about it. Like I had a laundry list of doctors tell me that you're not going to be here. This shit doesn't work. Like blah, blah, blah. You, you shouldn't be here. And I don't subscribe to that. So I'm like, I'll just keep proving that that's bullshit. It can be beaten. It's just nobody has. It must be emotional and psychologically stressful to always deal with that. Like I got a heart condition. I've had doctors tell me that you you might not be there for as long as you thought you were. And I'm like, fuck, that changed my outlook on life. But you have it where it's constant. Like when you go get a test, they're gonna you because do you think about it when you go? Because I when I go get my heart checked. I don't like going to get my heart oh, checked because yeah. I'm like, you're going to tell me that it's even worse. I mean, one of the chances you can be like, hey, man, I don't know what happened, but it seems like you're cured. It's not going to fucking happen. They're not going to say that. <laughs> right. So every time I go, it like chips away at me. Does that scans do that to you? That's what they call it. Scanxiety. Like, yeah, that's a big thing in like the, the brain cancer communities. How do you deal with that? Uh, It's an, like 
sounds cheesy, but it's a lot easier than people think because I've got the raddest support system in the world. Like my wife, my family, my mom are like my fucking warriors in a bunch of this shit Mm -hmm. to where, like I said, I've never Googled it, but they had like, they took that kind of burden for me. If I'm not the one that's living on like the internet and these things, but they're to a degree that you have to, because there's people in different countries going. Yeah. Yeah. And so they are there for me with that. And then I have the most insane group of friends. Like if you get a chance to watch the rare enough video, it's a lot easier to understand because short of this one little thing, I'm the fucking luckiest dude in the world. I mean, those are, there's some heavy scenes in there um, that are powerful, like with him skating and the whole crew skating behind him and doing hard tricks with that gear on. Well, that, I mean, we like, you just adapt or whatever. I, instead of the backpack, I went to a military surplus store. And I bought like a tactical vest and I found a pouch that fit the device like snug to where, okay, I could put it on my back. And then it felt like nice and tight to my body where I was just like skating with a weird jacket. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that was better. It didn't bounce. It didn't hit me in the back of the head because it also had a cord too. Like you can see the cord bounce around and that's one of the most annoying parts. That's so sketchy. It would just, it would like. Oh, okay, cool. That's sick. Because then, or you get you get caught in your arm and yes, you pull it out. Ex- oh, I had so many. Like I said, I broke a shitload of them. They're not cheap. Oh, okay. oh, they are not cheap. It was supposed to be like eighteen grand a month without insurance. Grand and, to lease to rent. Yeah. It. What? And then you had to. So I, the times that I would take it off, you you plug it in and it sends to the company like your your readings, how often you've been wearing it, because you. You either wear it like all the time or you just don't waste your fucking time. Eh. So I was full bore. Like most people, when they would wear it, would wear it like 18 hours a day and then take it off. And I was like, well, that sounds annoying. So I'll just sleep with it on. I'll skate with it on. I'll buy a bigger motorcycle helmet to fit over it. I'll, I'll figure it out. Like, and at that point, I was ready to get back to, to working full time again. And <laughs> bills are a bitch, you know, and. That's another like crazy thing though is people set up like a GoFundMe f- for a bunch of this shit to where like Kansas City skateboarding and skateboarding in general it got shared around and forty thousand dollars of my treatment was fucking wiped. Oh wow! Like that's Dang. insane, and that's because of fucking skateboarding, which is insane. So I have this epic support system. I, if I'm having one of those scanxiety days, it's I go and I do a kickflip at the doctor's office. Like yeah. I had one a few days ago and I saw like there was a flat gap like this big and I was like, I'm going to go and skate that. <laughs> and like I have to like duck a security guard on it. And then what those kind of things lead to is what makes it really easy is that people on the internet that are going through something else, like so many other brain cancer patients or just people that are having a shitty day or some other kind of health thing have seen my video and they reach out to me and they're like, Hey man, that made me smile. They're like, I, I watched the video today before like this appointment. And that's what it's about. That's for like, sure. That, I mean, that's why you share the struggle and that's why you share the challenges. Absolutely. I never would have thought that like a brain cancer diagnosis could give you so many rad things. Like I'm sitting here at this table where I, like I've watched the fucking 99 skate park tour where one of my first ever 
skateboarding on TV? Like, was you making fun of Tony's little street board? You were at, at, at <laughs> a part, you like him and Bucky were flying around on their fucking seven seven fives, and I'm like, that's that guy fucking rules. And then like, now I'm here. <laughs> And it seems appropriate that it's it's Ellis making fun of me. It was well. He <laughs> had a big, your introduction. He to had a big us. vert board. He had a big vert board, and you guys were skating like a Euro gap. And he was like pissed because you guys could, were doing flip tricks of it, and you were just like, is jealous. <laughs> jealous. I can't street skate, so everybody who street skates sucks. Everybody. Well, I thought <laughs> we were tight, you. man. Sorry, yeah, I was like, all right, you. sick. Well, it's welcome. Not- hey, welcome to the club. Yeah. Right on. Right on. That's why you're you here. I bet you your tray flip looks better than his piece of shit. That's oh, for sure. Wow. Damn. Jeez, damn always with is, the tray. Just I'm, I'm, a I'm weird. I got loose. That thing's just like <laughs> I don't know who's one. Who, That's who, his golden gift. I don't know he what just, he's trying to it's, sell. It's the gift that keeps giving him insults to me. Is the tray flip? My tray just flip, the yeah. one thing, man. He's feet when he gets ready to do it. It's like, look at everybody. He's going for it. <laughs> he's got, oh, hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs> oh no, I'm just, no. But my my mind was reeling and thinking that maybe when my leg gets better, it will improve that, and I'll throw it in your face. Ooh, that'll be it. This I will the be move. the first to say it. That hey, man, that one wasn't hideous. <laughs> this was all an elaborate, all an elaborate ploy. Yeah. Tony broke his femur on purpose to. Do tray flips better yeah. in spite of Jason, yeah. and that's how the story. Like he I'm definitely the, couldn't do I'm any telling worse. How's yours? Better Nolly. What? Oh, jeez. Oh, well, fuck you. Yeah, you're on a different plane. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I hate, I hate when people just, say okay. that shit. I know. Oh, fuck, fuck you. I can't really do hard flips. My switch hard flips are better. Look at that thing outside that you guys skate. Fuck both of you. I don't want to hear it. That thing's insane. There's a nine-year-old out there doing things I could never dream of. She's doing... Me too. She's doing things none of us can do. That's not an average nine-year-old out there, let me tell you. But, I mean, that all... I'm doing this. I'm having this conversation comparing tricks because I got brain cancer. Yeah, but like, it's your dude, attitude. I don't even day, know you, dude, and I can tell. It's your attitude. It's inspirational. <laughs> like I have the same, you know, mine's like light version of you. But people DM me too. Like you know, you got you go through hard times and you uh are resilient and you shine in in this time and it makes it inspires the shit out of people like you just said. People are like they don't have, they could just have a bad day. Yeah. And then you're like, hey, man, I'm having the best day ever with my fucking backpack and fucking things stuck to my brain and I might <laughs> die any day. Woo! And, it, and this guy's like, oh, man, you know, maybe my job sucks. It's like, get the fuck up and, and make the most of it. And yeah, it's, it's powerful. It's but you said it before, like right at the start of this conversation, you were like, I was comparing my back to like your shoulder. Everybody's shit is their shit, though. So, like, that's what makes it so amazing i never thought i'd get so many rad things out of this i never thought like the the video would bring people out to look to me as somebody like i didn't think i would be that lucky to be a person that could like make somebody else have a better day i don't know yeah that's that's like a power i didn't expect no and and it's important and i think it's important that that only if you feel comfortable with them but when you do start to share those things I mean, mine is on a different scale, but I'm sharing my progress with this and and then I'm super motivated and focused on trying to get better. And and I do get a lot of comments like, you know, it's really like it's it, it, it inspires us to, to try to do something. Um, and yours is on a whole different scale of what that means. But it is really important to to share that if you are OK with it, because 
it can change people's lives. Right. You're showing people that it doesn't matter what life gives you. You can continue to have a great life. That's and you're like a you're the Fuck, there's levels of this example, and your one is you know, because people message me, man, I would have given up like Sal Massacre, a good friend of mine. I did a snowboard podcast, the bomb hole, and he did some message saying, Why do you keep going? It made me fucking cry to put sunglasses on because he was like, Why do you why would you keep going after all the shit that's happened to you? And I was like, it, it choked me up myself because I was like, because I won't give up. I yeah. won't, I won't like. When it's over, it's over. And right now, it's not. So why the fuck am I not going for it? I feel like anybody out there who's taking it slow on their day-to-day normal life, like you're just like, uh-uh, and you see you, people like us, that are like, I'm not done. Man, you should be done. That's the that's the mistake you're making. I'm never done. It's never a bad day. Not it's in up. here. You can make it a good day in here. If you don't believe me, look at this fucking guy. Because, <laughs> you know, I... I've had things, people tell me, how much longer are you going to live? And I'm like, oh, my life is over. Like, I don't know what else I'm going to do. Like, I should just give up. But like the flaws dropped out. I don't know what else I'm going to, like, why even try? Right. But there's a part of, like, you're showing the yeah. the resilience of humans. And, and you're a human. I'm a human. People watching are human. They go, fuck, if he can do it and have that attitude. What am I over here pissing about? You know what I mean? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm 10 pounds overweight and it makes me sad all day. That's happened to me. Sorry, I got to admit it. <laughs> <laughs> what What do you think it was? Do you What do you How do you correlate skating with what you went through, or what was it that? What did you carry over from skating? Uh, so I I do a lot of work with a huge brain cancer organization called Head for the Cure in Kansas City. Randomly, they're based there. Like, if anybody was meant to somehow have a brain tumor, it was me because I just have met the right people to like try to bring like an awareness to this fucking asshole of a disease that like I never heard about. And then all of a sudden it's all I ever heard about. But uh, they asked me that, that question once because we were just like sitting at a meeting and they'd watch the rare enough thing. And they're like, skateboarders are ridiculous. Like, cause there's the, the section of me just like taking a few small falls, <laughs> like, but to them, to like a regular person, when we fall, like, it doesn't even comprehend. One of my favorite questions I get asked when I go to a doctor is like, so have you had any falls lately? That's like a, a nurse has to ask that. And I'm just like, oh, lady, you don't want this to, this is too long of a conversation. Like, no, I don't. I hope, nope, I'm fine. Do you feel safe at home? Yeah, because I don't skate much in the house. Like, um, but you have to be a psychotic human being <laughs> to skateboard <laughs> because there's no just like getting on it and being like, I'm good. I'm not going to die on this. Like you just have to fall a thousand fucking times. I don't care if it's vert skating or street skating or like dudes that just slappy curbs at 90 miles an hour. Like you're going to get smoked a thousand times. If you want to be remotely good at it, you just have to be able to like, all right, well, gonna get back up and so i just think that's how i've done everything skating just kind of gives you like a different kind of work ethic and like the ability to to say no i'm like, gonna do it i like you use the word psychotic because i'll laugh at that because we're not psychotic but it's it's it almost comes across psychotic because you're doing what you want to do and it seems unnatural to the point where you look crazy for hitting the ground yes. like that 
and then proceeding to get up and keep doing it over and over again, even though it's that's your perception. No offense, you basic bitch. Like it's get the fuck up and keep doing stuff. Like I'm not psychotic. You are, you yes. fucking lazy prick. Like I'm, I'm, I've got to figure it out. <laughs> exactly, you fucking idiot. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, uh, look at that crazy guy. Won't stop. But fucking, I figured it out. If if aliens like right now just came in and they looked at this room and they're like, we're like, okay, what does that guy do? He, he's, he's a good provider. He's not very good. Oh looking. my god, this fucking guy. <laughs> All right, you look no, good today, just dude. Stop it. Just stop. Was it the hair loss cap? Did you? No, I can't. He just looks refreshed. Can't wear him. I'm not even. How do I look, Tony? I'm not. I'm not entertaining this conversation. <laughs> How's your face? It's fucking sore. It's still it's a bit sore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was. I had I'll to tell you, he's a good provider and and a handsome devil, DJ. Yeah. Ooh. There you go. Very professional. I see Thank how you, you steer right. that off. All right. right? Am I right? Okay. Thanks, babe. Thank you. I'll have to get Aaron in here too to, to validate that. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. But the alien thing. Like, we would all be looked at as what are those things riding that wooden thing just killing themselves? Oh, yeah. And then you mix in, like, oh, you just love getting punched in the face. And oh, that one pays. He choreographs the fake murder thing with the, 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 the underwear and the theater. Like, we're Wrestling. weird people. Cool. Yeah. We're, we're very strange. You choreograph the fake murders. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. That, that took me a second to. I was yeah. like, where are we? That's yeah. Yeah, you're I'm here like, with That's me. another that's, surprise. Yeah. You also arrange murders for people. Nope. Just. Right, I just, got it. No, wrestling. Just yeah, fake yeah, yeah. ones. Yeah. I, I how, how did you? How, you wanted to. You wanted to get into wrestling. You wanted to be a wrestler. Then. All this happened. How do you suddenly go? Well, I'm going to own wrestling. So the main reason I got like I, I grew up obsessed. And with did you pro use wrestling. all the GoFundMe money to buy the wrestling? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Is that what's happening? So, Hell no. So I would, lame. <laughs> that would that would mean I thought I was going to like make money in wrestling, and that oh, doesn't work. Right, yeah. No. Uh, the go and that money was gone quick. Cranial I can't even imagine are, uh, the, the, like knowing what medical costs are forty thousand dollars for your craniotomies. Not cheap. Is, yeah, no. Two it's, and then chemo. Like, but the I'm sure it helped. Thing. But oh, it's, a, it's it, it it's helped a lot immensely. Like, and honestly, medical debt is thankfully one of those things where like I'll pay a nickel at it every month. <laughs> I'm gonna pay it off forever. But whatever. I I live a manageable life, and that's something that I was worried about, you know, for a while, and yeah. then. No, okay. Fair I, enough. I work a full-time job still, but it's like, I'm fucking here, which is awesome. But the wrestling thing, I grew up loving it. Like, I was, you know, raised by a single mother in Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, nothing against my dad. I love you, dad. It's just a good joke, so don't get pissed. Um, but then skating takes over everything. I, f I find skating, and then there's just no room for anything else it's just like skating and music that's in skate videos and like that's all there is and then i got real like i broke my leg real bad out in north carolina um to where there's metal all up and down the left and oh, i we have something in common yeah. exactly that's why i asked you i was like you got the you we, we, we metal yeah, yeah cool <laughs> finally i can identify with something yeah hey, way to go you crippled dickheads <laughs> crippled dick you don't have any I can. You're I was in a wheelchair young. two days ago. I'm. Don't. I'm with you. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, I know what you just went through. I just That's had some gnarly. weird. 
Colombian lady stabbed me like 75 times in the <laughs> face. A couple of times it got stuck. I was like, God, what stupid. the hell? Dude, she, I don't even know. I, I just heard that it was really painful. So that's why I said I would do it. Of course. Because Danny Way was like, dude, it's the most painful thing that never happened to me. I'm like, okay, well, then I want to do it and be like, dude, you're such a wanker. But yeah, he was right. It's really painful. That was a bad <laughs> idea. It's really painful. But they, you lie down and the lady goes, okay, because I'm trying to talk myself up. You know what I mean? Because I know pain's coming. So I'm like, let's do this. You know what I mean? Like, oh, come on. And she's like, you ready? I'm like, of course I'm ready. Let's fucking go, baby. Let's go. And then it's just like, and I'm like, wait a minute. And I want to I want to go, stop. But I can't because there's constant needles stabbing me in the face. And if I say stop, she might hit me in the eye or something. So I'm like, oh. And then she goes, okay, we're done with that. We got to Seven more, five more to go. And I'm like, fuck off, five fucking. That was like 25 stabs to the face. And now you're saying there's five more <laughs> of those coming? And she goes, you, you want to take a break? And I'm like, no, yeah, you, because. Then you have to come the, back. The five is still coming. You know what I mean? Like, just make the five fucking happen. But man, a couple of, she's like, this one, this one, bit is, this, is a, this is a touchy spot. I'm like, okay. Does, doesn't matter. How can I? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Touching. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. it, it, she does it so far. She goes, wah, So every now and then it's like, that was pretty bad, but not like the worst thing ever. And then I'm like, oh, that's the worst thing ever in my life. And then, oh my God. And then, oh, that one's not so bad. And then, fuck me. Just constant, <laughs> mysterious pain. I was crying. Because you know when you go, you go, I'm not crying, but my face is reacting to like crazy pain. I feel like this is your new comedy bit. Yes, this is, there is a bit definitely yeah. in there. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. That's That's anything that you start with, Danny Way said it's the most painful thing. So I was like, so, so if, I'm in. Danny so I'm Way, all in yeah. on that if one. If Danny Way told me something was extremely yeah. painful, I'd be like, oh, think, that, yeah, that's a different level that. of pain. Let's avoid that. Let's avoid that. Yeah, like, yeah but, for all reasons. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm, I'm in. I'm just as dumb as Danny Way. And I relate to him in in the dumbest way possible. I don't have as much talent as him, but I'm fucking, I will go. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, and if you're saying that it's dangerous, I'm fucking in. Oh, and you're all pussies, by the way. I have to do that. That's in my blood. So he's like, man, most painful thing ever. And I'm like, let's see. <laughs> I want to see. And then we'll bro down. Hey, man, you think you're stupid? Listen to this. I'm yeah. just as dumb as you, and then we can have a dumb high five, <laughs> yeah. and I can and I can be like, Hell yeah, man, just as dumb as <laughs> the great Danny five. Way. I I, I want to be as dumb as him when it comes I, to that stuff. I watched high you fives. do the jump off the the razor thing onto the fucking yeah your, your most See? recent thing. I'm like, oh god, like, yeah, that's stupid. <sighs> See what I mean? That was a rough one to watch. Did man. That hurt. Nowhere near as much as the, multiple the needles in the face. Like when I flew off and I was like, I'm going to miss the landing ramp. I guess I'll use my ass for the impact. And it was like, well, boom. And I was like, wow. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, oh my yes. God, I think I broke my fucking tailbone and maybe some oh, organs in there. Like the some worst. organs popped. <laughs> Tailbane. Uh, tailbone. <laughs> I, organs. Popped. I might have popped a couple of organs. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh that really God. hurt. But then needles, nah. Needles Whole are different a different thing. thing. Yeah. yeah, like the the screws into that. Like, yeah, that you got screws thing. in your temple. And that, like the the most ridiculous part of it all is that they use just a full on Home Depot Black and Decker drill. Yeah, and there was something just unsettling. Like I swear, it was, you're you, awake for it. He, oh yeah, 
And he Tim the tool man tailored it before he went. I was yeah. like, what? Did you have to test it? Like, yeah, really? Fuck you. So they're just like Phillips screws. <laughs> yes. And so I, I told Tony this story yesterday. Oh, it's pretty good. This is so sick. Like, this is, <laughs> this is how you can tell. One of the main reasons, again, I'm so grateful for skateboarding. I have my wife because of skateboarding. I grew up like skating against and with her brother who just rips. Um, this is such a skateboarder thing to do. So I have this thing screwed into my head with, like I said, Black & Decker drill. They go, put me in the thing. And then afterwards, they take the screws out. They take the crown off. And my wife goes to the medical tray and steals the screws. Yeah. Because she wants to hold them. And we're going to, like, make a necklace Seven out years. of them. Or, like, hang them on the wall. Like, this it's is fucking badass. cool. Exactly. Yeah. We get back to the Airbnb. And I'm in some pain. I'm like, oh, yeah, fair enough. And we get a call from the fucking hospital. They want the bolts they back. They wanted the fucking bolts back. They were like, uh, those aren't just something that you can well, get at Fuck Ace you hardware. guys, fucking fun police. They were in my brain. Right, like, Let you're going to reuse them? Hey. They were Wait, just in... They're going to wash them off and stick them in someone else's head? Exactly. Like, I mean, why, why couldn't why I have made a necklace? Keep them? I hey, good point. I don't like it when you get something cut off and they won't let you have it. I know. What is that? What the fuck? Yeah. Like, I got a piece of bone that we carved out of your leg. I'm like, can I have it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. What am I going to do? Poison myself with it? Like, what, is it a bomb now? Like, is this a piece of bone? Or Exactly. Like, let me have it. The chemo takes part of, you know, like, it makes you weak, right? And one of the things that comes with that is your teeth. So I've got like the front two are fake and it ate away real bad at some in the back and had some gnarly dental shit. But I tried to like keep one of the teeth one time because it was super gnarly looking. It had, it looked like a little squid where it, like it had prongs that came yeah, out yeah. all fucked up. Yeah, and that. I like wanted to keep it and they're like, mm, you can't do that. It Why came not? out of me. Yeah, like, yes, your own. I, I literally own that. I created that. Like, <laughs> yeah. excuse me. Yeah. But one time I smooth talked the vet into letting her let me have my dog's eyeball. So I got my dog's eyeball. That's metal. Papa, <laughs> shout out to Papa 50, my fucking boy. He passed away a long time That's ago. A good but, turn. but he had a, uh, I was, I like his eye turn. was fucked up. And then it were like, just started to not work anymore. And they were like, we could just remove it. And I was like, fuck yeah, he looks so diesel. Do it. And I was like, can I have his eye? And they're like, well, legally, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, it's my dog. Can I have my dog's eye, please? And we put it, in, I told her about it. Katie said something about a jar that we put it in. Like with liquid. And we put the liquid in. Oh, yeah. And she was like, okay, Sick. it sounds like you guys are, you know, you're going to take care of the eyeball. So. so do you still have it? Yeah. That's awesome. That's so sick. Like, that's what I was hoping to. I was like, I hope he has it in like a little jar. with. Liquid. It doesn't look like an eye that much anymore. No? Yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty fucked. But at the same time. It was, Harsh. It was really deteriorated. Yeah, but That's, it was but it was so fucked before it came out. It doesn't okay, matter. That, that yeah, it wasn't sense. a good yeah. eye. It wasn't That's like the you put in a out. nice clear yeah. blue like Mickey blue eyes. No, he just had the sweet like uh, fur patch stitcher line. Yeah. So, so what, what, what are your main souvenirs or one souvenir from your ordeal? Oh, um, it's kind of cool. I have I want to like mount it on you know like people mount a deer or a deer head. Yeah. Yes. So when they do radiation on your brain, they put you in a net thing so like they i'm trying to think it starts like a plastic sheet and they heat it up and pull it over your face to where like oh, what is the there's it looks like this thing in a movie where like a guy's face like hellraiser i think where his face Pinhead. is like go yeah yeah he's like going through a thing and imagine you're like a, a sheet where if you just pulled it tight over your face and it's an exact replica 
I have a giant plastic oh. mold that fits directly oh, over my face because radiation, they don't want getting anywhere right. except yeah. right here. So it had yeah. to be, I would lock in the machine. So every day for six weeks, Monday through Friday for six weeks, I would actually walk because thankfully we don't live too far from the hospital that I was getting treated at. I would walk or skate like a mile, mile and a half to radiation. Looking back, pretty stupid. I was always exhausted afterwards, but I was like big into like, I can do anything. Mm, skateboard. Um, that's probably one of the coolest souvenirs Like, because I want to mount it and make it all epic. That and I'm actually like uh, this company, Grind for Life, is a skateboarding organization designed to help people with cancer. And so they found me and sent me like a board that is like a prize possession. I'm actually going to make you two guys sign it. So put you on the spot now. But um, Mike Rogers. Yes. Mike is the fucking coolest guy in the world. So mostly it's just shit like that. Like this hat is like a part of my life now and little things that people have just sent me over the past couple of years that you can't really replace. Like when I had the cancerversary, uh, Every fucking skateboarder in Kansas City signed an escapist board, the local shop. So sick. And now that's like, and wrote, you know, cool shit on it because my whole gimmick is fuck cancer. So that's written everywhere all over it and personal notes. And so that, like, I got that clear coded by a buddy that paints motorcycles. So it'll never, you know, get fucked up. And that's hanging on the wall. We've had the conversation like, house is on fire. What do you grab? Dogs, that skateboard, like <laughs> <laughs> the cat, obviously. Cat before the skateboard or? The cat's small, man. I can, I'll throw him in a backpack. He'll be fine. Wow. <laughs> I'm good on a, I'm good with the backpack. <laughs> so are you scared of dying? What? Scared of dying? Mm, I mean. Because you I, probably faced it a bunch of times and you had to accept I don't think it, right? more than like anybody else. Oh, yeah? Like, I'm. Oh, God, that was about to be the cheesiest fucking thing in the world. That's what usually say, comes out of your mouth when you're talking yeah, real about But, like, I'm, I'm more anymore. scared of, like, not living. Like, I'm more scared of, like, okay, I go into one of these MRIs, and they say it's back, and that this one's inoperable or something, and I, like, didn't do something like this. Okay. You know, I didn't. You're scared of giving up. Yeah. I'm scared of being that guy because, like, one of the main reasons I attribute me, you know, saying fuck cancer and it working uh, my grandma told me real early on in my diagnosis, like I lost my grandpa really young to lung cancer and, but he was a smoker, a hardcore one. What I have is complete genetic mutation. Like yeah. they, to the point that it's kind of sick cause I'm a nerd. Um, they literally call glioblastoma patients mutants. I'm like, all right, well, one of these days I'm gonna walk out of MRI with fucking laser vision. Like that'd be cool. Sign me up. Uh, they say it behind your back? Oh, we got a mutant coming in. <laughs> I hope so. That sounds way cooler than we got a brain tumor guy it's, coming in. <laughs> say it loud. I like that. Here comes but, the mutant. Be like, yeah, say it louder. Let me get a shirt. But my grandma was like, you know, when your grandpa got diagnosed, that was the day he started dying. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, if it and, it, and he died quickly. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, if it works that way, then it works the opposite. Fuck yeah. PMA. Exactly. Yeah. So I was just like, well, fuck it. And I don't do the whole like, live like you were dying. No, live like you're living. Like I, I make plans for fucking tomorrow and mm -hmm. the next day and a year from now and 10 years from now. I'm going to do this. Okay. It's not live. So it might not make the edit, but 
I think it's hilarious, and I hope you don't mind. I'm trying to conceive a child in the Tony Hawk's house. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, not your house, like, you know, we're staying in the guest house, which is, oh which is awesome. But I'm really looking forward to, like, 10 oh years from god. now when I get to tell oh my kid that. Oh my god, like, you just fucking. Yeah, I, was, I was gonna invite you into the show. I don't know if you wanna join us now. Come on, or... babe. Come on. Get over here. Get over here. <laughs> We're ending on a high note here. Yeah. I, Please delete that. <laughs> oh, man. But I do well, mean that. I do mean well, like- Hey, I, these I've guys are going to fucking Tony's house. How crazy is that? Sorry, I've been friends with him for like 30 years. I haven't done that yet. <laughs> it was her idea. It was her man, idea. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. It was her idea. But we, I mean, like, I just want to keep doing awesome shit. I- Plan to keep kicking ass that is, forever. That is some awesome <laughs> shit. <laughs> I respect it. Yeah, yeah. I kind of knew right, you were Tell the kid when he gets old, be like, hey, man, I made you at the Birdman's house. Like, That's a good story, Tony? man. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> why am I named Tony? <laughs> His name's Tony Pool Room. <laughs> yeah, no. His name's Tony Jason Stewart. <laughs> no, I didn't do anything. What the hell? I love you. Sorry you to know what? That, was, that was actually Riley's old room, so take it up with Riley. Thanks, Riley. I, we gotta go. All right, that's hey, that was amazing. Yeah, thank you guys nice so work, fucking much. And good luck um, with that. Uh, thank you so much. And I, <laughs> oh, I thought you meant just with like everything. With everything, I, like, I meant everything. <laughs> yes, with that. Yeah, good luck with, with everything. Thanks for coming. Thanks for flying here. Thank you so much for having um, me on like the and, coolest uh, fucking weekend oh, ever. Shit, awesome. I'm gonna laugh about that for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> so good. <laughs> He's trying to fucking make a baby in the birdhouse. <laughs> No cancer, baby. What can All I right. say? Hey, like and conceive. <laughs> like and conceive. <Yeah. laughs>